Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Antoinette Burke's 15-year-old daughter, Katie, has cerebral palsy. And she's had a dislocated hip since she was two. And doctors here won't treat her because she's too weak. And now Antoinette is looking at treatment outside of Ireland, which will be really expensive. Antoinette, poor Katie, so long with this dislocated hip. She must be in absolute agony. Hi, Fiona. Um... She is in pain, but because um, it's been going on so long, she's actually used to the pain, which is sad. That is sad. You know, isn't she it? actually knows now when she's going to fall, mm. and she can actually control the fall because she knows she whatever feeling she gets in her hip when it goes, she actually knows herself, and she can actually control herself, so she doesn't go like smack bang onto the floor. Yeah. And Antoinette, when the doctors you know, say that they're afraid to treat her because she's too weak, um, like why, like, can she get this treatment outside of Ireland then? Well, I'm hoping she can. Um, we, um, she, when we spoke to Katie's paediatricians, mm. they said she was too weak. Right mm. now, what he actually said was um, that they could improve the cover on her hip. Right, her hip is this plastic, which means the hip bone, the like the ball and socket, mm. is out, but it moves in and out. If you know what I mean, right? Okay. So what he did say was, you can improve the cover, yeah, but it comes back to the weak muscles around her hip. Right. Okay. Some of the muscles are tight, and other them, other ones of them are weak. Now. We got the same response when we were bringing Katie for SDR surgery. We were told she was too weak mm. to have that surgery. What's SDR Katie surgery? Went, oh, sorry. SDR is selective dorsal rhizotomy. Right. She had that surgery in 2014 in America. Oh, she had that in America. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is available in the UK, but there's a certain criteria okay. to get children sent to the UK. Um, there's five levels of cerebral palsy. You have to be level three to be referred to the UK. Okay. Um, the doctors in the CRC in Dublin that never even saw Katie said she was level four. Okay. So we sent Katie's information off to Dr. Park in St. Louis Children's Hospital. And when he assessed her, he said she was level three. Okay. So we said, okay, we'll bring her to him. He was willing to do the surgery on her. Now, Katie went to America in a wheelchair. Katie walked back through Chicago Airport with walking canes. And to this day, Katie very, very, very rarely 
uses a wheelchair. It must have been remarkable can, for you, Antoinette, to see her walking through the airport like that. Uh, do you know what? Honest to God, if somebody said to me, there's the, the winning lot of numbers, I don't think I'd be ex- as excited as I was seeing her walking for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, she was seven when she took her first independent steps. Like, you know the excitement when yeah. your baby takes yeah. their first steps. Yeah. I had to wait she was seven for that. And so are so, you hoping that this second surgery now will, like, what are you hoping that it's going to do? Well, what I'm hoping is that they'll be able to fix, like, put her hip back into place. Mm. Like, the, the our paediatricians here, there is a surgery to do it. Mm. But as I said, they're saying she's too weak. Yeah, She's 15. They're now referring her on to an adult doctor in Dublin for his opinion on whether he'll operate on her. Right. But you know as well as I do the wait lists for to mm. see a doctor here. I can't wait that long for Katie anymore. It's not fair on her. She's suffering. Sorry. Yeah. It um, must be it must be so hard as her parent to see her suffering like that. It's killing me. It's absolutely killing me. Like I thought when we as I said when we brought her to St. Louis, she's up, she's walking like she walks around the house with nothing no crutches she can walk around her bare feet no hassle when she goes outside she's still very nervous obviously because of the only even roads and only even footpaths mm-hmm. so she uses crutches when she's outside now if you saw Katie walking down the road half the time she's walking with crutches up in the air mm. they're like a comfort blanket to her she's afraid to let them go you know what I mean because of her hip now, one of her legs is slightly longer than the other. Mm. So when Katie walks, as she says herself, she walks like a penguin. You know the way a penguin yeah. kind of waddles? Yeah. Well, that's the way she walks. We call her a little penguin. Yeah. Um, so when they said she was too weak, I just went, you know, I have to, I can't leave her like this anymore. It's not fair on her. So I actually contacted Force, the... Kingsbridge Hospital in Belfast mm. to see if we could do the cross-border treatment with her. Mm. But because she's a minor, they don't treat minors through okay. the cross-border. So I was like, okay, that's that one ruled out. Mm. I then heard about the hospital in Spain yeah. that's doing surgeries. Now I have contact, contacted them. I'm waiting on a response for them. I still haven't heard anything. And that's the hospital so, that does um, surgery for people who are on waiting list here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I still haven't heard that back from them. Okay. So I started looking forward to the field to see what, where else I could bring her. Now, one of the doctors, Katie, had two surgeries when she went to St. Louis the first time. The first one was SCR and the second one was PECS, which actually lengthens the muscles yeah. in her leg. Um, because she had a lot of, like, when Katie, before she had her surgery, Katie walked on her toes. So obviously all the muscles were tight. So they had to lengthen those muscles so she was actually able to put her foot to the floor and be able to walk. So Dr. Dobbs, who did the second surgery, has moved to the Paley Institute. So I contacted him via Facebook Messenger, him and Dr. Parker, like are always like you can send them a message still to this day and say to them, look, 
this is the problem I'm having. What's your opinion? And they'll give you their opinion. Yeah. So when I explained to Dr. Dobbs what was going on, he was shocked. He was like, he basically said to me, like, why are you leaving it like this? Mm. So he just said to me, have you got a recent x-ray of Katie? I said, I do. So I sent it to him, as I said, via messenger. And just by him looking at that x-ray, he said she needs hip surgery. So he gave me the contact details for the Paley Institute in Florida. Right. So I contacted them on the 6th of July this year. Received a reply from them on the 14th of July requesting Katie's information. And they've arranged a Zoom meeting with Dr. Paley on the 22nd of August. I have one this year. Okay. So if I had to wait here, mm. I don't know how long I'll be waiting to even speak to the doctor in, in Dublin or if he's even going to do what for and Antoinette, if you get the go-ahead to have this surgery in Florida, um, it's obviously going to be very costly because you have to pay for the surgery itself and for the flights and the accommodations. So you have set up a GoFundMe, but I think, have you stalled it at the minute? I have stalled it because there was a consultation fee of $750. Right. Um, I don't want to raise anything else until I know 110% that Dr. Paley will do something for her. There's no point in me saying, oh, I need X amount. I don't even know him, which I need you. Because yeah. he has to evaluate her, see exactly what needs to be done. Then he has to do his report up. He has to send it then to whoever sends the bills out, basically, and say, right, this is how much it's going to cost. Right. I don't know how much it's going to cost. You know what I mean? The last one cost was 60000 And that was just for um, the two surgeries, her hospital stay, um, equipment over there, they gave her walking canes and they gave her new AFOs. They're mm-hmm. splints that she wears on her legs. Um, like we, um, there was actually kisses from Katie. They're a charity based in America. Yeah. But Alan is actually from Carrigaline and his mum heard, heard his animal PJ and they actually paid for our accommodation when we were in St. Louis the last time. So we didn't have those overheads. Yeah. Uh, we paid for the flights ourselves. So basically all we fundraised for the last time was the cost of surgery and some aftercare because we didn't want to, to kind of take take advantage of people's kindness. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. now... I'm literally in the same boat again, having to depend on, on people's kindness again, if Katie's accepted. Yeah. To help us get her there. Like, believe me, this is the last thing I want to do. I know everybody is struggling and we're struggling yeah. with. I know, Antoinette, and it's an awful situation that you're in. And can we keep in touch with you over the next couple of months? You said you'll know on August 22nd if it can go ahead and you'll probably have a better idea then of what kind of costs. I know then. Yeah, yeah. um, Can I just say, like, when... um, I lost my fight a couple of years ago when Katie's dad died and I just, I just... I just couldn't fight for her anymore. Mm. But 
when we got involved with First Ireland, this Family Support Net- Network, yeah, they've given me back my fight to be able to stand up for Katie. They've given me more support since last April than any of the services that are supposed to be looking after Katie have done. Like we, we as a parents have got together to fight for our children. Mm. We gave Michal Martin a letter outlining some of the children that are suffering. We're still waiting on a response off Michal Martin. He, he hasn't even acknowledged it. Well, he actually didn't even acknowledge the kids the day of the protest. He literally yeah. walked straight past them. Okay. Like, it doesn't matter what angle we, we go, we're just being ignored. Like, and, and it's not only Katie, it's every child with any sort of disability yeah. that's being ignored, that's suffering. And when it's getting to the stage that, that like parents like me have to take our children out of the country, something has to give. Something does have to give, Antoinette, definitely. Yeah, like we, we, yeah. can't just, we can't keep doing things like this and depending on the ordinary Joe Soap mm-hmm. to help us out. Like the, the government should be stepping up and going, right, we know, well, they know there's a problem. Yeah. So, like, we just have to keep fighting for our children. And this is this is the only way I can fight for Katie now. Okay. That she, that I can give her a life, like, a, a better life again. Antoinette, you're doing, uh, you're doing a magnificent job for your daughter, Katie. And do keep in touch and let us know how we get on. And we'll definitely bring you back um, after August 22nd and we find out what's happening. That's Antoinette Burke and her daughter, Katie, on the Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Cork's 96FM.